You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Well, they don't come more distinguished, more hard-nosed, or arguably a bigger game player than the man we're about to speak to in Josh Dutchie Holland. Fresh off the back of his eighth senior premiership, we're wrapped to be joined by the Bracknell Accumulator as he talks us through his footy journey. Well, Worm, we are joined very illustriously by arguably, and I'm not talking about you, Worm, but uh, one of Tasmania's uh, most decorated players. Uh, I think the stat I heard today was eight grand final wins. Is that right? For four best on grounds. That's, Josh yep. Dutchy Holland, welcome yep. to Way Up in the Wing, mate. Uh, thanks for having me, fellas. Du- it's um, good to be on. Dutchy, uh, congratulations, mate. You're fresh off the back of a premiership with Bracknell, your eighth flag. That is a phenomenal effort. We will definitely get to that, but um, we'd love to find out a bit more about you. I know you've been on to Wildus during the year about why are, we, why are we talking about these guys that have played 50-game milestones and 100 games when you brought up three, was it 350 this year? Oh, look, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be around that mark somewhere in total. Um, I've played a few clubs now. You but, know um, exactly how many senior games you've played. I honestly wouldn't. I honestly would not have a clue. It'd be, it'd be well over 300, but... Well, mate, it's, it's still, a, still playing like a fifty gamer, yeah, though. Yeah, it's it's a pheno- yeah. it's a phenomenal effort. So, mate, how does how did it all uh, how did it all start for you? Were you a late bloomer to footy, or were you a young fella kicking off Oz kick from way back when? No, I, I never did Oz kick. Um, it's something my two bro- two older brothers did, uh, but two older brothers, Nathan and Matthew, they both did Oz kick, but I was never allowed to for some reason. I still don't know why. Uh, maybe because I was just too small. I don't, I don't really know, but I, I didn't start playing footy too. Does it, did that I, mean that you didn't have a football in hand? or I had I had a footy in hand all the time. Yeah, I, I followed thought... followed Dad around everywhere. He was a player? Yep, Dad played. Uh, I actually got to play senior footy at Reservoir with my dad in 2002 in the grand final. We got beat. But, um, yeah, so that was fresh out of, um, out of Mariners. I went straight to the country, which was probably not a Good move, but um, something I always wanted to do was play senior footy with my dad, so that's what I did. So that was only a one season or a, a, f- a handful of games. With no, him? I played a full played a full season at um, Wesley Vale in two thousand and two. So how old were you then, Dutchy? Uh, nineteen. Not nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, so when did you start, mate? When did you start playing footy? How old yeah, were you? Yeah. So so grade seven. Yeah. Was my first year. So you're thir- thirteen or twelve or thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, yeah. mate. Yep. Yeah. Um, basically, and, just played because all my mates were. Um, and, I, I always wanted to play, but um, yeah, grade seven um, was the beginning for me, mate, up at the Trobe High School. And you, so you mentioned you're playing with your old man at 19. Were you? Uh, yep. Were you a little bit of a? And obviously, you know, you, you're not the biggest fella from a height point of view. Was yeah. was that the reason why you didn't get picked earlier? Like you know, you see these kids like Tommy Beaumont played for South on the weekend at 16 years of age. Um, yep. were you were you not as good at that age? Were you a late oh, look, bloomer to footy? I I Dave my senior debut I was fifteen. Okay. At the time. Yeah. So um yeah, I'd already played a bit of senior footy before I went out the country. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so uh sorry, yeah, I was nineteen ninety nine. Yep. So you um, so you decided to go to Wesley Vale to play with your old man 
Pro- yeah, probably correct. could have earlier if you wanted to, but you were playing at a, a higher level at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I did gotcha. all the, I was playing um, like all your state junior rep footy and Mariners as well um, back then. So had your old yeah. man had he played at Wesley Vale his whole career, or had he played at Latrobe as well? Yeah, so he played at Latrobe. Um, I think he debuted as a fifteen or sixteen year old under Daryl Bordock when he coached Latrobe as well. Back in the day, so he spent a fair bit of time at the trial. Probably played 150 senior games there, um, but it was always either Wesley Vale or the Trobe. He jumped between Wesley Vale and the Trobe because that that's, that was just the feeder club, pretty much for the Trobe. And and um, Dutchie, but that... he also sorry yeah. mate, no no you go. No, I was just going to say he also spent a bit of time at um, East Devonport as well. So that's sort of where how I will get to that, but that's how I ended up at East Devonport as well. So, mate, at, at 16, 17 years of age, did you yep. ever have aspirations for AFL? Did you ever have anyone tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, listen, you know, you, you work on this or you, you keep on having a crack at this, you're, you're a chance for AFL? Was that ever a goal or an achievable goal? Oh, oh, look, it's every kid's goal, but it's not something that I ever thought I'd be capable of doing. I, I guess once I hit 17 or 18 post-Mariners, you just, I, I just started going out with the boys so I, I didn't really focus on footy too much. Yeah. Um, and if I could have that time again, I would, because I'd, I'd train my ass off like I do now. So turn the clock back 20 years and then train like I did now. I, I don't know. May, maybe I could have. But at that point, it wasn't a priority for me. Footy, yeah. I was more more involved with my mates and just doing what they wanted to do. So. Yeah. You got... Um... Have you got any kids, Dutchie? Yeah, I've got two kids, uh, Archie seven and Ollie's ten. Okay, so yeah. Do, do you? Um, it's always hard. I've got three boys and uh, sorry, two two boys and a daughter. Two and boys, Will, mate. Will, yep. And and Wildus has got the three boys, and it's hard as a as a parent, I'm sure, because you you sit here and you say, oh, I wish I had a trained harder, and I wish I had of you know known what I know now and pushed myself. But then you you, you don't want to push put that pressure on the young fellas, so. I'm sure that's uh, that's a hard thing for you. Do they they have a kick around? They're footy man. Um, yeah, yeah. see, so they, they they played Oz kick a couple of years ago, but they've got really involved in soccer, which which I'm not upset about. I really kids junior soccer is unreal. Yeah, um, it's it's good for their coordination, left and right foot. So yeah, I've got I've got no issue. They can do whatever they want. I don't even care if they don't play sport. But yeah, I'll always encourage my kids to play team sport because it's where I've found my best mates. Along the way, and yeah, team sports—it's a really good um, you, thing for kids. I think you mentioned um, sort of meeting people, and and I would agree a hundred percent that it's the people that you meet uh, across the journey and stuff. Eighth premiership on the weekend. Talk us through the previous seven where they've occurred. How much time have we got, mate? Yeah. No, I'm not asking yeah. for a rundown of each grand final. I'm just asking. No, no, no. So like the first, first quarter of the first one, uh, 14 touches. Don't <laughs> tempt him because he will do it. So do you want the winning, just the winning one, just the eight? You want me to go? Yeah. How many have you lost? I've played in 11. 11. So, That's yeah, not a bad three. record. Yeah. yeah. You take that. So you've played in a couple at La Trobe? Yeah, played, I played in four senior winning grand finals at La Trobe. So, so my first premiership was 2008. Out at Wesley Vale, me and my mate went out and coached Wesley Vale for a couple of years. So we, we got the senior flag in 08, 09, and that was my first two premierships. Um, I don't know if you know a bloke by the name of Brett Jaffray. Have you heard of him from up coast? Yep, yep. So he played with us in 2009. I mean, this, this goes back to how lucky I was to play in premierships. And he played his first ever premiership in 2009 with us, and he was 44. 
So oh, wow. that's the first time he got to taste it. Did he and celebrate? That's the only taste he got. Did he celebrate hard? Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. it was unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 08, 09 was at Wesley Vale, then went to La Trobe. Um, 2010, got another senior one there. 2011, got another senior one. Then we got beaten 2012 at La Trobe. 13, we went unbeaten through the season at La Trobe. Um, 14, we didn't make it. 15, I ventured up the road with Catch to Northern Bombers. Uh, got TSL senior flag there. How was he as a yeah, coach? He was great, mate. Um, <sighs> okay, move on. Next one. <laughs> I, only, only because I tried to get Dutchy as close to goal as what I could. Yeah, it was good. It was really good, actually. <laughs> worked out worked out well for us in the end. It did, it did, yeah. yeah. And, and I must admit, it was really good going up to North. Yeah. Even at my age, um, when I should be old and confident, it was good having some familiar faces around the footy club when I went there. So, um, yeah, 2016, uh, we won by three points in the granny there. And then... Uh, I had been playing another one until uh, 21, so yeah, I've, I've been pretty lucky to play in some really good sides. Um, can yeah, you absolutely. can you narrow it down? Is there a particular a moment, uh, whether it be in the game or in in premiership celebrations, that um, sort of uh, is Stand, a highlight for you? Out. Yeah, look, 2010 when we won at the Trobe. I'm not saying this is my favourite premiership, but this is a moment um, that I guess Hawthorne stored, sort of started. They, we went out onto the ground in the big group and, and sang the song together um, when the lights were out and everything, and then each player had to say something special about what the premiership meant to them, and, and that sort of stems in my mind yep. as one of, one of my memories. Um, yeah, but I guess on field, um, probably the 2015 Granny Tatch probably remember the when I kicked that goal in the last quarter from the pocket, that oh, sort of sticks in my mind. I, I wasn't going to mention it because I knew you would. <laughs> hey, Josh. You told me to, mate. <laughs> you texted him before this. Hey, uh, Josh, can you share with us, if you remember, what you said in that in that huddle in 2010? Along um, well, the, the lines? Yeah, sort of. At, at the time, one of our, our great mates from the time, I, I don't know if you know, Rod Butler. Yep. you would know him from the coast. Of his, yep. um, yeah, that was uh, Jiffy. Yeah, Jiffy. Jiffy broke his record. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yep. and so his son died of cancer that year, um, and that was sort of brought up in a lot of blokes' speeches, and that, and that sort of sticks in my mind. And I, I still remember everyone. There was a photo that was taken, and there was this bright star in the sky, and everyone to this day still remembers that, that was that was butt in the sky watching us. So yeah, that that was a pretty special moment. Make sure you're up to date with all things Tassie football by following Way Out in the Wing on your social media platforms at Way Out Wing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. And use the hashtag Way Out Wing to ensure you're part of the Wing community and we can share all your Tassie footy experiences. In the eight premierships, you've been very yep. fortunate to perform... And you are a, a big game performer. You yep. on the weekend you got your fourth BOG out of those eight premierships. Talk us through how that was and even though yeah, you were yeah. even though Pogey was named first best in the paper. Uh, you don't don't yeah. don't worry about that, Josh. Don't worry about No, nah, look It'd be embar- when... it'd be embarrassing if you got the medal and you weren't named in the best at all. A bit like you were. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that yeah, look... you you still you still got that one. But no, actually, mate, I, I, I also had a 
question while Wilders talks about that. I I thought you were fantastic, but I thought the two big boys, and in particular, in particular, I thought Matty Dennis was exceptional on the day. But um, yep. you said you had a hard tag, so yeah, what what was it like, mate, getting that fourth one? Yeah, so I was very honestly very surprised when my name got read out. I, I had four other four blokes in mind, so I had I had Pagey, Matty Dennis, Nick Mitchell, and I thought Glenn Dawson did a good job down back on Bart. So they were, they were my four picks. Um, I really was a little bit surprised when I got it, but hey, I didn't vote for it, so there's not much I can do nah, about that, it. But... That's exactly right. How how have you enjoyed the season out at Bracknell? It's obviously it, it's a big manoeuvre at the start of the year to go somewhere where you haven't played before and into a – you haven't played NTFA football before. So um, how was the year for you? Yeah, look, it was um, obviously, you know, Brett Mantle, he, he, he was on to me pretty early after we finished the year in 2020 to um, – have a chat with him about going up there. Um, but, yeah, I, I, me and along with the other four Coastal boys, it, it made, made it a lot easier having four other guys going up with me every week. But the club itself, Bracknell, I mean, most footy clubs are really are good anyway, but Bracknell, they, they just, um, they're that hungry for success, mate, and, and it was so absolute pleasure to be part of that. It didn't just fall upon them. They've been close for a while. We just happened to throw a few extra boys into the mix that have had a bit, bit of finals experience. Um but yeah, the the journey itself's been unreal. Like, they've been very professional, um, but we also had a lot of fun along the way as well. So um, yeah, look, I've really enjoyed it. It was hard to find the feet earlier. I had a lot of injuries at the start of the year, hamstrings and groins and bloody all types of stuff. But I was pretty lucky the back end of the year. I got through injury free and well, you played with a flag. You played twenty out of the last twenty three weekends, which is probably a testament to how you train and prepare for your games and stuff, mate. Yeah, look, I, I train. I still train four days a week. Some some days five if I feel like getting up on the Friday morning as well, just to tick the legs over. But um, yeah, I, I try and look after myself as best I can with food and water. The boys at work carry on about it. I reckon I'm a bit carried away with it, but it seems to be working. I feel the feel the broccoli Snapchats that you constantly send through to me. <laughs> yeah, and look, I still enjoy beer and, and carrying on as much as anyone. We else all do. I, during the week, I try and look after myself pretty well, and, and Friday nights, we have traditional pasta and just the same old footy stuff. And yeah, I, I do try and look after myself as best I can. So, Dutchie, just uh, what what do you say to the people who, and there's plenty of them, the keyboard warriors? What do you say to the people that say, "Ah, oh, Bracknell, they bought a flag this year. They got Dutchie. They got the boys from Northern Territory and the Northwest Coast, and they bought a flag." What do what do you say to them? Because I. Um, you had uh, uh, Anthony Taylor, um, I mean, he, he mentioned it, but he didn't say in a derogatory way. He said, look, you've gone out, you've got these players, but it takes more than just buying players. We've played against teams who have tried to do it, um, yep. but they've failed because they haven't gelled. So so I suppose a two-part question, what do you say to people in regards to that? And what, what made Bracknell different this year in the way you, you gelled together to to make sure it wasn't just a bunch of blokes, come, good footballers coming together and you were, you know, that one unit. Yeah, I, I guess when um, I spoke to Mance, Brett Mance at the start of the year, we, he, he, I helped him with a bit of the recruiting and he said, he said, we want good people, not just good players. So I just gave him a list of blokes and said, these are all gun players. They're great people. And only me and Sammy Douglas had won flags, but the other three hadn't, and they're, they're all hungry for it. And um, yeah, just to the keyboard warriors, like they don't know what goes on internally. They can, they probably think we're all on two grand a game and all this sort of stuff. Well, it's, it's, it sort of does your head in a bit because um, we, I went up there 
simply because Mance wanted me to help out. He said, we just need a little bit more experience to get this side across the line. And like you say, you've, I've played against teams that have tried to buy premierships. I won't name a team on the coast, but they've tried to do it for years. And we've beat them twice in Grannies, and it was an absolute pleasure <laughs> to roll them because they're just not, they just weren't tight-knit groups. They were blokes pulled from all over the coast and the state. And we sort of, or Bracknell sort of pulled them all from one area, apart from Maddie. Um, we, they, they weren't sort of straggled all over the coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's... it's um... It's nice. It's nice to hear that because you do. You, you know, you get a lot of negativity out there, and it's very easy to sit on your computer and um, snipe and and have pot shots. So it is good yeah. to say we. Um, I know at Old Scotch we went through a very successful period, and you know, probably similar to what you guys have, have got. We had that no dickhead policy where I'm actually surprised yeah. that Wilson and I lasted there for that long um, under that policy. But um, you know, you you just want you want good people, and if they can bring something else apart from good skills as, as footballers, then, then that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and and Corey, um, good luck has been unreal first year coach. Um, so we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Right, yep. No, let's do it now. How was the prawn? So he played with us, won a flag. His biggest influence yep. was Kimmy Curtis. I don't know if that's a good thing, but yeah. uh, how, how was prawn as a coach? What did he offer that you haven't had in your distinguished career uh, yep. as a first year coach? Oh, what, as you know, Cole, what you see is what you get. Um, he's, he's honest, works hard, um, very emotional character, um, wears his heart on his sleeve, and um, he just wants – he's not a, not a selfish footballer or, or a selfish person. He, he generally wants the best for the footy club and, and for his mates and, and everything like that. And that was a trait that sort of – especially the middle of the year when we're getting rolled. Well, not every week, but we, we lost games we should have won and we weren't playing good footy. He, he just trusted us to stick to the process and, and he was – I don't know, mate. He, he's just a really honest, genuine character and um, you don't get that with all coaches. They try and tell you what you want to hear, some – I'm not saying all, um, but he, he was very honest. And, um, yeah, I, I spoke to him a lot throughout the year. Just he wanted a bit of advice here and there. Not that I've coached a lot, but I've, I've been around football a lot. And, um, yeah, I, I appreciated that he trusted me enough to, to ask me for a lot of advice. And, yeah, no, a lot of time for Corey. He done really well. He um he must have told you to stay outside forward 50 in the latter part of the year because you kicked the goal on Saturday in the grand final. But prior yep. to that, third of July was your last goal. Yeah, look, I didn't really. I don't know. I um, I normally get on the end of a few, but I had a pretty quiet year on the scoreboard this year. I, I'm a sh- I should have kicked three in the Grand Amis two that I would normally kick. But yeah, it's just um, oh, our forwards were doing the work, so why bother going in there? <laughs> don't need to. You got big Maddie Dennis down there plucking grabs and. Oh, well, and how and was it roving to him? And you obviously um, developed quite a relationship with him and uh, Sammy Douglas when he was in the ruck and stuff to to get to where you've got to at the end of the season. Yep. Yeah, so Maddie Maddie spent a lot of more time forward um, than what he did in the ruck in the last half of the year. Um, me and Sammy sort of developed. We've been wanting to play together for years. We, we keep missing rep games together just because he was injured and I was off in other leagues doing my thing and we finally got a chance to play together. And It took us a bit to gel, but, mate, he's, he's a great tack ruck. Probably one of the best tack ruck. Ruckman I've played with alongside Ruza, obviously. Uh, but but Maddie's a he's a different kettle of fish. He's just so mobile. Um, he's he's a good tap ruckman as well. But just when he goes forward, mate, you can't match him match him up. And just a running machine. But um, yeah, it was great to have two big men, especially being a, a small on baller that can just hit it wherever you want it. Now, Dutchie, you uh, you picked up the medal. Um, Trent yep. Page was named best on ground in the in the day, but 
Who was yep. best on ground on Sunday and Monday? Well, he wasn't there Monday. I've seen a few videos from today. Um, so Pagey's probably going close for Mad Monday best on as well. Oh, he's backed um, up. <laughs> yesterday was pretty low-key. It was just a more of a – I mean, the, don't get me wrong, the boys were on the cans hard, but it was just more about being around the footy club and – how many? How many of those boys is first premiership? Look, I think m- most of them. Most yeah. of them. Um, so I think. It was, oh well, there's only me, Sammy Douglas, cool. Matty Dennis, and Nick Mitchell. Corey and Corey as yeah. well. I think that was it. That had actually won a senior grand final. So, um, and I just said to him, once you taste it, you you just you won't want to ever give up, and that's why I'm still going because you don't get you don't get sick of it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely. That yeah. leads us into what's um. I know the grand final's only Saturday, but what's what does season 2022 look like for for the Dutch? For the Dutch. <laughs> I, 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 need a, I need another acronym at the end. So you've been... The, <laughs> Something about The it. Dutch Demon, the Dutch, the Dutch Bomber, the Dutch Red yeah. Leg. Look, I um, if I play it all, I'll be at Bracken. I won't. I'm not, oh, good one. I, I won't be anywhere else. Whether it's a full year or, or half a year, I, I, I don't know. Yep. Um, but I'll definitely keep myself fit and I'll, I'll be around the footy club when I can and um, I'll be involved in helping possibly get a few others across the line as well. So Obviously, uh, yeah, look. obviously your wife Taryn and the boys enjoyed their time at the club as well? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really good footy club. They're, um, they make you feel very welcome around the place. Um, yeah, look, like, like I said, it was just a really good footy club. There's no little clicky groups that some footy clubs have. It's just all... All as one. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I can't fault the footy club enough. And, can't and, fault them at all. <laughs> Sorry. And, and <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way yeah, to come out of it. And did you yeah. boys from the from the coast, mate? Did you you guys travel down twice a week to train at Bracknell? No, you... no. So we, we were only going up once a week. Yep. Um, I trained with Latrobe a few times on the, on the Thursday night. I normally went up Bracknell on Tuesdays. Just simply, I chose Tuesdays because I just needed time for my body to recover for the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was just something we agreed to at the start of the year. If I wasn't getting a kick, then I probably would have went up both nights because I, I just feel like if you're not getting a kick and you're you're a crew, you probably need to be showing that you're doing the extra work, even though they knew I were. Yeah, I was. I just yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they were, they were more than comfortable with that. Yep. Um, and the other boys said the same thing. The other coast boys said, "Look, if I wasn't getting a kick, I'd, I'd be up twice a week." Um, it is a long way to go. Like I mean, it's 55 minutes up and back. So yeah. One night a week's plenty, I think. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Now, mate, um, you weren't uh, you weren't flying or on board the chopper on Sunday morning, where? No. I was asked to go in it, but I, I declined. They were going via, going via Longford to pick up a couple of boys. Who, who were the culprits? Can you name names or or, or best to to not on the chopper? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't even know if they took anyone in the end. I think they just called in on the way to, on the way to Longford. Um, Freddie Pfeiffer organised it, and Pfeiffer Crane. So I don't, I don't think anyone actually got in in the end. Uh, okay, I, I I happened to bump into a few of the South boys on uh, on Sunday, and they said, "Oh, those Bracknell guys—they landed a helicopter on Youngtown." And <laughs> oh, maybe maybe a couple of them did get in in the end. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's all good you fun. Didn't, you weren't back at the club rooms with your guitar out and singing, were you? Oh, look! Did you get the guitar I, I, out? Oh, hold on! No, <laughs> you I didn't. Had planned, I had planned to take it up um, Saturday. 
but then I didn't want to jinx myself and get too cocky about. Oh, no. I just should have taken it. But do anyway. you, do bit, you bit of spe- speaking? Of, oh, actually, the good. Um, I did send Dutch a message from the morning of the game asking what his playlist was going to be. What was it? Pearl Jam, Metallica, and. You too? Yeah, I had a bit of Credence, Pearl Jam, right. Metallica on the mix. Yeah, so it just, obviously worked. Yeah, it did. It did. And um, I, tra- I tra- actually travelled up to the game from the morning to across and I don't even know him. I played him a few flags with him. So, um, yeah, he, he kept me level-headed. He had a couple of stubbies on the way up. So it was um, it was just a, a nice, relaxing trip. Right? You, no you no, played, doubt, you no doubt Van Diemen stubbies. <laughs> You, yeah, Van Dien, uh, and the car wasn't moving either. You've played against Sean as well, haven't you? Yeah, when he was at Devonport in 2015, he actually played on me and got the better of me twice, I think he, which I think he still talks about every time we talk football. Well, you've given him a pump up. You have said that he's probably your hardest opponent you've ever played against, so... That's yeah, a, that's a fair yeah, rap. He definitely is because there's been a few. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't say he's the toughest, but he was. He definitely, <laughs> <laughs> Little he elbow, elbow um, behind play there. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah, he definitely. Um, he's he's definitely a very smart footballer. Do you do you have any superstitions playing footy? Right for right boot on first or anything like that? Special undies. Look, this year all year I wore my Christmas undies. Um, I just. <laughs> I don't know, they've got pictures of Santa Claus and stuff on them. It's just something that I, I grabbed hold of one Saturday and I played a good game in them, so I kept kept wearing them, but I, I always have to play Did them. you wash them between games? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, then definitely. that's right. Sammy, Sammy Bellini had these pair of undies that he wore every day this year that just had holes and had the meat and two veg hanging out. It must be the name. Sammy Lyon yeah. used to do that for us. He'd wear a pair yeah. of undies. They were horrible, torn and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, I had I had a question then, but I've forgotten. You go, Wills. No, I just I think Dutch. I think uh, you're one of the more uh, underrated footballers uh, going around football. You go about your craft very diligently and and with a lot of professionalism. And I think um, you wax lyrical about Bracknell. I think um, knowing Mance as well as I do, uh, I think they'd be they'd be throwing it back the other way and and be very pleased that they've got someone like you. That is uh, that has paid their due, or paid your dues this year with them, and then subsequently, um, if you play again next year with them. So I think it's a credit to you. I think it's a credit to Bracknell and to Prawn and um, Brett out there and stuff. So I think you must be very pleased with the season. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, I, I couldn't be happier. Um, obviously, went up there to, to try and win a flag and, and to, to come away with their first ever in TFA flag, and, and I got to be part of that, and, and it'll go down in history with the other, the other 22, 21 boys. Um, yeah, I couldn't think of it. A better, better season. That's, that's been unreal, mate. Very true. And, and I reckon it uh, it also goes back to the boys like Joshy Adams, who started you know started this sort of quest, yeah. I suppose, a, a, a few years back. Um, you know, they got pretty close a few times, uh, just missed out. So I reckon you know all those guys would have got a good pump up as well. Um, yeah. Um, during during the week. So hey, Dutchy, where where do you call? Where would you call home as a club? Um, you know, you've been around a bit. Is there is there one that Obviously, you've got great things with all these clubs, but is there one that really, you know, you'd, if you had to go back somewhere, it'd be it'd be this club. Oh, look, it's sort of I pl- played two hundred and twenty senior games and a, and a life member at La Trobe. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot, lot of good memories there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I sort of make every club my home when I, I go there because yeah. I put everything into it. I, I try my ass off to do what I can for the footy club that I'm playing with. So I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough question because. But on the other hand, when I went up to North, because um, I was so close with Zane and, and Tatch, 
I, I wasn't as close with over the years previously, but I all knew who he was and then became great mates when I went to North. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm pretty happy with North as, as being a home as well. So, yep. yeah, I don't know, mate. It's a, it's a really tough question. Yeah, I've got I've got three more. Wildus is looking at me, but I've... It's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the, the talk with you. Um, uh Oh, what was it? No, you Jeez, can't even I'm remember the question. Well, I'm trying not to type. You've got three more I'm, and you can't even... Uh, you've forgotten I'm, your last I'm two. Try, no, I've got one here. I'm trying not to type them down so I, you, don't hear the, you don't hear the keyboard. All right, I've I got one and I'll remember the others when I'm talking to you. But Tassie uh, footy, you, yep. you, you've been around. How how do you think... How do you... Can you fix it? How so do you... We've, what, moved your, on, we've moved on from the casual questions. Yeah, now we're into the big hitting ones. Here's a guy that's played over 300 games who's been around North, Northwest... What's missing? What's the link? How do we, you know, how do we fix it, or or does it not need fixing? Are we pretty happy with where it's at at the moment? Um, yeah, look, I think as far as juniors, they should never have the whole Mariners thing needs to be going up and that's up and running again properly. Um, that, that's where we pulled our, our draft picks from. You didn't, yes, you're more of a chance if you go to Melbourne, but you still got exposure weekly on the national stage through the through the 18s program. Um, I don't know. I think, especially up the coast, they don't really have high school footy anymore either. So it's all about the 12s, 14, 16 coming through this one club together. Where I think kids can burn out a little bit just playing 12s, 14, 16s at one footy club. I know personally I would. So if you can bring that school footy back in and you don't really go to a football club till you finish grade 10, and then, then you get to start being involved. But as far as I don't know how you fix the state league issue, I mean, it's still good quality football, but I don't think it's anywhere near what it was, say, 10 years ago. Um, it did. Yeah, and, just, and there's a lot of other people, a lot of people now prioritise work and family now on weekends because a lot of people work weekends um, and they just want to, there's just other, other stuff to do now. It's, footy's not what it used to be for some reason. I, I, just, I don't know how, how they fix it, how they fix all these league issues with clubs folding and, and everything. Um, no, I, think yeah, I, I think the supporters have a lot to do with that and... and Wildus and I were both at the we were at the NTFA Premier League final on on Saturday and then the State League on Sunday and yes the the quality and the speed of football was a bit better in the State League but by yep. gosh the passion shown from the South Lonnie fans and the Bracknell fans and you just you just I don't know you just don't have that in the State League uh, like you used to you know back in the back in the nineties at North Hobart over with twenty thousand people in the you know in the stands yeah. so. Um, you're, you're right. There's a lot of other things to, to do these days, and there's probably no easy fix. But you're probably alluding to those junior, junior. Yeah, I think it's got to stem from, from, not so what grassroots country level. Now it's it's more the the twelves, fourteen, sixteens, eighteens. Like I, a lot of a lot of work goes into those age groups, obviously. But if you can just get back to it. High school footy, where one of the teachers coaches the team from the grade seven eights, and you're either in div one, div two. You just play through with your mates, and then when you hit after grade ten, you can you can go play with your local footy club, and you get to start experiencing what a football culture's about. From then, like you get involved with a footy club, say in sixteens, and kids are already starting to think about getting on the piss and everything, and then drinking in footy clubs and whatnot where I don't I think it's a little bit early for, for people to, to be start doing that in, in a footy club environment so the longer you can keep them in high school and I guess just keep them playing footy because they they want to be with their mates then the better yeah does that mean does that does it frustrate you then the state of uh, football in the state yeah it does a bit um, especially uh, especially with now well, obviously Tassie's trying to push push for an AFL team but we'll get this AFL team and none of them will be from bloody Tasmania 
<laughs> they're all going to be from the mainland because where do, where do you pull them from in here? Like, yes, you've got the TSL, but I don't. There's probably 10 players in the TSL capable of playing AFL footy. Is, so, yeah, is, I, I just, um, sorry, you go. You're right, you're right. Is, is coaching then, obviously you've done some senior coaching and, uh, and assistant yep. coaching ac- across the past as a player, is coaching something that you want to do, whether the, it's coaching your boys coming up through juniors um, in order to facilitate that and, and assist with the next generation coming through? That was one yeah, of look, the next I, questions, so well done, Will. Thanks for that. I'd probably only get involved in, with junior coaching if my kids were playing. It's not something – I definitely have a passion for it, but only – in order to probably see my kids develop and their, and their mates that they're playing with. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm going to go out of the way if my kids are off playing soccer and go and coach somewhere because it's something I want to do and fulfil. I'd, I'd, I'd do it more so to help my kids out and their friends develop, I guess. So, yeah, it's not a massive passion that I want to follow. I thought it was um, when I coached at East, but that is a lot of time that goes into it if you want to do it properly and you need a lot of good support around you. Very true. Very mm. true. Hey there, it's Wildess and Derek. Yeah, g'day. Make sure you follow, like and subscribe way out in the wing. That's what you're listening to. We need your support. Get around us. Let's rip. Yeah, let's rip. Josh, um, you've... You, you, I think I know the answer to this question. We're gonna, I'm going to ask it anyway. So now you're asking questions that you already know the answer yes. to. <laughs> the, you are it's on the legal, fire. It's the legal background uh, for me. Um, you've obviously been a, you know, one of the most documented journeymen in Tassie footy. Let's call it at eight, you know, eight flags and four bests on at a range of clubs. Yep. The route that you've taken for your footy career, um, would you would you swap it? I don't know. The answer is probably going to be no. But you know, would you swap it for being a three hundred and fifty game, eight premiership, four times best on ground player at just one club, or do you love the fact that you've played at all these different clubs and met all these different people? Yeah, I, I look. It, everyone harps on being this one club player and and being um, loyal and all this sort of stuff to your footy club. Well, I think I've been pretty loyal to my footy clubs that I've been with when I'm there. And, and I always will be, and I always walk back in there knowing that I, I, I did everything I could to help that club to get where it did, whether I had a massive say in it or whatever, I don't know. But it, um, no, look, I, I've enjoyed my journey the way I've done it. Um, I've met a lot more people and I've made a lot of lifetime friends, um, not just the players at the club, but you meet all these other people around the footy club, like just your volunteers and your, and your committee men and everything that you, you sort of come to know really well. And in 10 years' time, you'll, you'll bump into them and you'll be able to shake their hand and, and you just have these memories. Yeah, like I say, yes, it, it, it's a great thing to be involved at one football club your whole life, but I don't think I would do it any other way than the path I've taken. It, I, I, I rem- thought that would be the answer. It but- <laughs> reminds me of something that um, Tubes Taylor said to us in one of the first episodes we did about um, when you're playing and when you're so immersed in one individual club, you sort of you lose track of, um, say, in the NTFA, the people that are around Longford or South Launceston or Rochelle or, or whatever. Now, you know players and people from those clubs, but they're all very much the same type of scenarios around that they all have very good quality people administrating right. or volunteering or playing or supporting, whatever it is. It's just that we no one gets the opportunity to see across the course of a season all those people um, and they're the, the same um, well-intentioned people. I think your journey through football has, has allowed you to go to different clubs and see that um, 
that there are the same like-minded people across all clubs. Yeah, and one of the things I hate when people uh, you hear people say, "Oh, geez, they're a shit footy club." Well, hang on, you've never fucking been. Oh, excuse me, you've never been involved there. So how would you know if they're a shit footy club or not? So yeah, like people told me that East Devonport were a shit footy club. Well. No, they weren't. It, 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 we just haven't been very successful. Like the years when I went there, it was just a real battle. Um, and, and that goes back to the whole coastal footy and, and Tasman footy. It's just people just, there's just not the numbers out there for all these footy clubs. So, I, I think it's a cheap shot having pot shots at other clubs when everyone's just trying to, you know, get out there and enjoy footy and, and better individuals right. and, and, you know, have a bit of fun. I mean, you yeah. can have your rivalries, but you don't need to take those sort of pot shots from that point of view. No, no, I think, I think it's pretty low and, yeah, I, I sort of shut people down now. Probably four or five years ago I wouldn't have. I probably was one of those blokes saying that's a shit footy club. So, yeah, I, I, I just reckon every footy club, you're going to hear stories about certain footy clubs and certain people that have been involved in footy clubs, but ultimately it's not the club. There might be one or two people there, but you can't berate a footy club because of one or two people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Dutchie, we got to work on your favourite movie, mate, Notting Hill. What's that about? Jeez, when where did you read that? Oh, did we do our we do our research. Surely oh, something's something's come out. It was your East East Devonport player profile. Surely oh, something's geez. come out since you then. It's top Notting Hill because mine. You didn't fill it in, did you? No, mine's the Notebook. So I'm oh, I did of... actually fill that <laughs> in. Oh, duh. <laughs> but in all honesty, look, Taryn got you onto that, did she? I'd have to say 300 is probably my favourite oh. movie. I don't watch enough. Well, very very yeah. similar movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> full, of, full of heartbreak. You probably model your physique on some of those folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mate, we, uh, we've held you up for long enough on a Monday That's evening. Fine. But you've yeah. obviously, <laughs> going forward, you're going to have a hell of a lot of premiership uh, reunions to, uh, to manoeuvre around and stuff. That's going to be a bit of enjoyment moving forward. Yeah, you want yeah, look, I've, I've pro- so I've got one. So it goes 8, 9, 10, 11, 13, 15, 16, 21. So, I've, so 12, 12, 14, and then you've got 17, 18, 9. No, yep. yeah, you'll have a few years 17, off. 17, 18, 19, 20. I'll get a rest and yeah. get back into it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I have, I've been to four premiership years, or sorry, three, because we did our back-to-back at the Trove this year because we couldn't do it with COVID last year and they're really good just catching up with everyone having a beer and a laugh and telling them how good you played on that day um yeah it's, it's just a Jeez. good it's one that'd, of those... that'd be out of character for you mate <laughs> yeah yeah look, you pump it up a few more touches <laughs> it's one it's one of those things with um with footy clubs and premierships and i think i've said it on here before or spoken to wilders about it it's you know, if you're walking down the street and you see someone on the other side of the road that you just that you played with, you'd give them yep. a wave and say good day. But if you won a premiership together, you'd make the effort to cross the road and and have a chat yeah. and and have a quick catch up. And it's just that little, just that little bond that's just you know something that 22 blokes have got that um, on that one day that that no one else does, and it's special to you. So uh, I'm sure you enjoy those moments with all those uh, premiership teammates. Who's who's do, won do, the most with do, you? Do you remember them all? What was that? Sorry. Well, well, my question was, who's won the most? Have you won a you know three or four flags with one person or? Yeah, I've won four flag with Jiffy Adam Jeffrey. Won won four with him at the Trobe. He reckons um, you would have won more together if you didn't go off to different clubs. Mate, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> Helped me a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, would you? We, 
if we had have stuck together, maybe we would have won a few more. Well, he could have um, come with you. Well, that, well that's right. Yeah. But he, he's um, he's got his his heart to the trove. He'll never leave there. Yeah. Do you ever. reckon you'd remember all your premiership teammates? Oh yeah, I would. Good. Do you, yeah, definitely. No, if I don't I, want you I, to. I don't want you to name them. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few. <laughs> I reckon. Oh, eight. Yeah, eight. Eight. Eight flags at um, twenty teams. Uh, twenty. Teammates, roughly. Teams. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good 160-odd, probably 140, 150 teammates. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been pretty late. And, I've look, I've played with some really good players along the way. I've been, I've been pretty blessed. Who is, who's, say, the, who's the best player you've played with? In premierships? Uh, no, just across your football journey. Oh, probably, oh, you probably don't know him, but Simon McCall back in my early days at the Trobe. Okay, then. Um, he's, he was unreal back in those days, as hard as a coach team. Um, and probably as far as just an absolute machine, running machine, um, Taylor Whitford, I'd say, when I was at North Lonnie. We'll, um, we'll edit that bit was, out and not blow yeah. up uh, Taylor's wheels too much. <laughs> and well, obviously Brad Cox good you as well, but when he sort of came mid-season and sort of played a different role, just sort of playing forward when we were there, but just watching him in these later years, mate, he's an absolute gem. Uh, so, I uh, think he's a bit like you, just a bit perennial and continues to get better as uh, as you age. So it's, I think it's yeah. credit to, to both of you blokes and the, and the type of characters that you are. And, yeah, I think with any luck, you've got a few more seasons left in you. Yeah, I'd love to well, see you keep running around, Josh. You're only as, li- as young as you feel, mate, but if you're out there training and running and doing things five days a week, I'm sure you're in pretty good nick. Well, I haven't conquered a Southern League yet, so I'm thinking about putting feelers out down south. Where would you, where would you, well, you got, think you'd be contact, going? I've got some contacts for you down there, mate, so you'd be, oh, you'd, actually, you'd be SFL or the old want boys. Us, do you so. want us to shop you around? No, nah, look, I nearly, I had a chat with um, with Wingnut down at um, OHA. OHA this year. Um, I was pretty. Oh, look, it's a long way to go down there, and, and I probably would have done it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I, I, it was a. I'm glad I made the decision to go to Bracknell and, and play with some some really good mates. Well, you would have won a flag either way, so it's not a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but no, I, def, I definitely won't be venturing south. Mate. Hey, Josh, have you ever played at Queenstown? Is that a uh, is that a goal? I haven't played there. No. Um, I would like to have a run around down there. Yeah, it, it would be interesting. All right. Well, if you um, we might, might we might, might be able to work, we might flick something your way. Yeah, yeah we'll, just do a little charity game or something like that. Right, maybe along the way. We'll see. We'll see. We'll might yeah. flick your message off here or something then. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, Dutch, thanks very much for joining us. You're now a member of the Wing family, which means that yeah, I'm gonna you are gonna be an inclusion oh, into the Wing All Star no, side. I can't have a bloke oh, that's won eight premierships, four best on grounds, and not put him in the Wing All Stars. Well, so. We can't ask you where you want to play because we haven't given anyone else that no, opportunity. No, mate, so. Dutchy's different. Where do you want to play, Dutch? You, you, you name a spot, mate. You're in. Well, I'm meant to be. For the last ten years, I've been saying I need to slow down and, and sit forward. So just slot me into the pocket. So Done in the full pocket. Done. Nice. I work out someone to kick out. <laughs> Jiffy's on a wing, isn't he? Uh, Jiffy's Jiffy's on Jiffy a wing. Can play wing. Yeah, yeah Jiffy's back. on. We a had wing. big Scotty Callow at forward pocket, but um, although he's been in good form, he was in good form on. He was Sunday. in good form last uh, night. Actually, we've only got one forward pocket. There you are. You're in. Oh, no, we've got yeah, Bones. We've got Bones. We'll push him out, and you're in the forward pocket, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> nah, Dutch, thanks very much for joining us, mate. Congratulations on yesterday's win, uh, on your performance across the season, and uh, look, we look forward to seeing what uh, the Dutch underscore still to come um, pseudonym <laughs> happens in season 2022. Yeah, 100%, yeah. mate. Thanks for your time. It's been great. Great talking. Yeah, th- no, thanks for having me, fellas. It's been good. Thank you.
Beautiful duchy. Thank you very much for that, mate. That's a nice little chat. Sorry to hold you up for that period of time. That's all right, mate. No, all good. You all sound, good. You uh, sound, as I said... You sound beginning. very good, Nick, for a bloke. I suppose you just, you've been there, done it, mate, and leave that uh, those celebrations to the young boys, eh? Look, if it was closer to home, I probably would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> but, Who, who's, um, uh, who's destroyed themselves? How, how's... Um, How's Sammy? Good luck going. Sammy's been in a lot of... He looked reasonably well. Jack Triffitt's been throwing his lungs up everywhere. He's gone. He's been spewing. And, yeah, a few boys carrying on. Kobe Latham looks in good form. Um, Were the the club rooms absolutely humming on Saturday night? Oh, mate, it was great. It was packed. It was just a a sea full of red and white, and there was no trouble. Everyone was just... You wouldn't have been able to see above it. No, I was up on a stool, <laughs> and I did have a little sing. Matty, oh, you did have a sing, on, did you? Did, you? Awesome. did, the, did the traditional pony? Uh, see, I, I knew that there, there's an element of you that you wouldn't have not been able to do it. <laughs> oh no! Well, Will Fisher was the one that got me up there because oh, he was at North, obviously. He knew that there was a preceding performance. <laughs> he did, <laughs> and he's probably one of the worst singers I've ever heard. Oh, I know, mate. What's, he what's... tried to prank you. He rang me today trying to pretend he was the examiner, and I knew straight away it was him. The bloody <laughs> he's, not, he's not blessed with the most amount of brain cells, Will. No, he's not. What's that? What was the song? Pony. Pony yeah. yeah, Pony Boy. You can look it up in a minute. You'd know, you'd know the we, one. We will. That, that's, that's, I think I'd, isn't, that's not a, a bloody acoustic song, though, is it? Pony? No, nah, no, nah, it's it's by genuine. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that. You can turn yeah. it into an acoustic one. Right, okay. No. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, that's awesome, mate. All right, then, Dutch. We'll let you go, mate. No worries at all. Thank Thanks you, mate. Have me. It's fun. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.